Hey friend, do you love cracking open a fresh journal? Do you linger in the paper planner aisle at Target? <laughs> Me too. If you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional journal, or paper product, and you're curious about the printing process, timeline, and cost, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Dream Printing Podcast. I'm Polly Payne, CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I have sold over 45,000 paper planners and products around the world. Wanna learn how I did it? I'm gonna take you behind the scenes and teach you how you can plan, print, and publish your high-quality paper product. So grab your favorite journal, your favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get that dream off the back burner and into your hands. Okay, welcome, Christina. I'm so excited for you to jump into the Dream Printing Podcast. Um, I've actually been on hiatus for a little while on the podcast over the summer, but we are back and I'm so excited to have you on and talk a little more about your journey. We've been catching up um, before we started recording and I have a bazillion questions I want to ask. And a lot of them are around TikTok. Yeah. I have some print school students who have been really interested in organically growing their list. And I have been binging your content on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. So let's dive in and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Polly. So let's tell everybody who is unfamiliar with the wonderful person that is Christina. Tell us a little bit about you, what you like to do for fun and a little bit about your background. Yeah, for sure. So I'm Christina Scalera and um that's now my personal brand, which is really significant because last year it was that plus the contract shop, which was acquired by an investor. Um, so I sold that last year, which was a digital, you know, digital template shop that sells legal templates. Um, and that was a really, really big step in just being an entrepreneur is exiting a company and all that. And it's really freed up the space now to focus on uh, this. This sounds so funny to say, but like to focus on what I love, which is TikTok and creating video content. I just really love, I think it's more, obviously it's not just like TikTok, but it's connecting with the the different people and helping them have all those like aha moments in their journey towards um, becoming or being an entrepreneur. And it's just so fun. So I've really, really enjoyed um, this this like up level this year, and you know, deep diving deeper into TikTok that that you know kicked off the journey last year. You definitely have like a extreme level of what comes off as just so much confidence, and I'm just curious when you were getting started in front of the camera. I have not scrolled back to your first YouTube videos or anything, but because um, there's a lot on your channel. Were you naturally confident in front of a camera when you started <laughs> off or was it like, oh my gosh, I was so nervous and like, I cringe watching the old videos or were you like, I think this is just a natural gifting of mine. It's funny that you say that, uh, definitely not a natural gift. No, it was, it was very practiced. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, my course, TikTok Unlocked that you're an affiliate for, mm -hmm. It has, I just included as a bonus. It has uh, a, a little lesson in there that has videos from when I first first started doing any kind of videos like we're talking back in 2000 I don't know 16 17 like those lives and stuff that you used to see on Facebook and it's so funny because probably I mean whatever I look fine I I talk well enough but it's definitely more it's um it's more like this and you know I'm just quieter <laughs> I'm a little more timid and probably nobody else notices this but it drives me crazy every time I look at those old videos but 
my nostrils like flare <laughs> like crazy <laughs> when I'm talking, which I guess is my nervous tell that just tells people that I, I don't know what I'm doing or <laughs> I feel not very confident. So the good news is I, I work with a lot of people or I have a lot of people, at least in my audience, who tell me all the time that they don't want to try short form video, whether it's a reel or TikTok or whatever, even YouTube, because not it's it's no longer the technology, right? Like that's the excuse I used to hear. But mm -hmm. with a phone, and I mean, half of my YouTube videos are filmed on my phone, mm -hmm. <laughs> some of them even with the audio from the phone. So everybody has a phone that has a camera nowadays and they can film themselves. So there's no more technological impediment. So it's it's almost like people have found something else. And it's just like, oh, I'm not good on video or I don't want to show my face. And they don't really have like a reason. Of course, you know, some women I've worked with, um, I, I would say a very small percentage that I know of, at least they, they have some sort of like very good reason, like they're a victim of DV or something. But for the most part, most people just haven't done it before. So they just think they're not going to be good because they haven't tried it. And it's like this catch 22 where it's like, well, if, if you don't try it, you don't get better. So a lot of people just haven't tried it. And if they did, they, they would see success pretty quickly. Like that's what I'm seeing uh, in TikTok Unlocked. I have a lot of older individuals, um, you know, than, than myself and, and probably the demographic that listens to this that are retired or have, um, they have like digital products for people in their like later years and, you know, um, you know, one, one has products for people that are grandparents. And it's so funny because they, they're just like, you know what, I'm really scared, but I'm going to try it anyway. And they get out there. And then like, they had a video with, uh, you know, one of their first videos had 12,000 plays on it on TikTok, And they were like, whoa, look, this social media thing works, you know? And like people are buying their low ticket offers off of their TikTok now. And this is just something really cool that we never had access to before. And I think it intimidates a lot of people because they feel like they're not confident on camera. But again, like the only way you get to be confident on camera or on a podcast or whatever is just is practicing. I mean, this is probably my 200 something podcast interview, not even counting like the, when I had a podcast myself and I was interviewing people. So it it took a while to get here, but um, the good news is the audience expands relative to your experience. So you don't get to have a big audience if no one wants to listen to you, <laughs> like by definition. If you're not putting out good content, the audience isn't there. They're, they're not going to listen. So when you're not good at content, which is where we all start, you have a small audience. And as you get better, your audience grows. So it's relative to your skill as a speaker on these short form videos. Absolutely. It's so refreshing to hear that. And like your honesty, because I, I, I was guessing that, like, I think we all start off um, a little unsure of ourselves and maybe not putting like our best foot forward just because we have to learn and grow and stretch and and try use that muscle until it is just better right I know like the first time I spoke on stage it's so nerve-wracking I had like my script and it was horrible you know not horrible but like so I think anytime you put yourself out there on a stage or whatever the people in the audience or you're you're in the front of the class just being up there, someone watching you, you're putting yourself in a place of being 
courageous. And so someone's like, wow, they're being courageous. And you're going to feel like you stunk 10 times worse than you actually <laughs> did, you know? Yeah. Um, and you can only get better if you keep, you keep trying. Um, yeah. I think it takes a long time for the voices in your head to go away while you're talking. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, for because sure. Once yes. you can clear and your that, head, yes. you can crush it. Yeah. I always have one of those moments if I'm ever on stage doing a speaking engagement where I look at the audience and I have this moment of like, oh my God, they're, they're, they're listening to everything that I say. Holy, whoa. Um, <laughs> so it's just, it's this wild moment where you realize that people are listening to you. And I think that that is intimidating, but we also have to remember that people aren't the problem isn't there yet. You know, it's, it's not, you're putting out content and then everyone's listening to you, but that's what we think is going to happen. Like the first video that we put out, everyone's going to listen. And it, it just, it doesn't work like that. So the other thing just to, to keep in mind is that the people that are watching your content, right? Like they're not just seeing two seconds and scrolling. Like the people that are sitting there watching your content, because you said something interesting or engaging or important to them, they are cheering for you. They want you to give them good information. They mm -hmm. don't want you to fail or to stumble or mm -hmm. they, like they, they're there too for mm -hmm. you. And mm -hmm. I think we think it's like us against the world because, you know, there are trolls and, um, you know, I, I do have, it's always men, <laughs> but I do have, you know, some men that not that all men are bad or anything, but like, it just, it, it's always men who are not my target demographic and they find my video. It's out of context for them because they're not a business, you know, a female entrepreneur who's been watching business videos all day. They're like some guy that, um, whatever, you know, he, he works in a, in a like nine to five or, you know, some, somewhere like, I don't know, like an auto repair shop or something that is totally unrelated to what I'm talking about. Um, has never run a business. And so then the content isn't for him. So every once in a while, I'll get comments like that. But I have a friend who told me that when she gets comments like that, because it happens to, unfortunately, it happens to all of us. And I, I think it just tends to happen more to women who put themselves out there, which mm -hmm. is also like, that's a whole nother thing we could talk about is like yeah, why we keep sure. ourselves small, um, you know, to appease what we think we're supposed to do as women. But I have a friend and she will put like, like hearts and like the heart hand emojis in response to all of those like mean comments, because first of all, you can just delete and block them. That is option number one. And I encourage anybody who is feeling, you know, intimidated or doesn't like a comment, like it's your platform, you're building this, just delete and block it. No big deal. There's nothing, like nothing to second guess about that. But she and I, uh, we have a similar theory, which is like, well, all comments are engagement. So. Yeah, it's technically <laughs> engagement. That that yeah, makes as, that makes your thing look more viral. So that's right. Great. As as long as it's not, as long as it's not anything that's like really bad. You know, right. if it's if it's mean to someone it. else that's following me or whatever, I'll I'll delete and block them. But mm -hmm. if it's just like mean to me or whatever, I I just do like heart heart hands, heart heart hands. <laughs> like leave them a bunch of like love, 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 love you. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I've actually found that online strangers that become my customers have been the biggest cheerleaders in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas like when you put something out and you're just getting started and you share it with friends and family, yeah. you'll have some friends and family that are like, woohoo, take it to yeah. the moon, you know? And then you have some friends and family that are like, really? You're doing that? 
Mm. Or they just are silent or like the people you thought were going to be encouraging become like a candle blower outer on your like (laughs) flame of your heart, you know, and you're like, you have to kind of protect your light. And I've found that these strangers out there that are huge fans of Horatio or the things I'm doing, it's like, you don't even know me, but like, you are one of the biggest encouragers in my life. And so Mm -hmm. I think like, that's what I've found because I think sometimes when people are first launching their product and stuff. Um, it's scary because some of the people that we love the most can be the most judgmental Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's painful because you like really want that approval. Um, that's what I found. I'm like, you got to expand because there's people out there that are going to love your stuff, support your stuff. You've never even met them. You might never meet them in real life, but they're out there and they're ready to cheer you on. It's, it's an incredible thing when you find that kind of people. I, I have a good tip for people that deal with judgmental like people that you actually know, you know, your dad, um, someone in your life, someone close to you. So when I, because I started my career as an attorney and obviously that has certain, you know, implications, career paths, whatever. And when I veered off to become an entrepreneur and start what is eventually a a successful shop with a successful exit, all that kind of stuff. Um, by the way, my dad still asks me to this day when I'm going to get a nine to five, but (laughs) I, um, you know, I, I have to deal, he's a little bit better and he, you know, he follows me on Instagram and he like likes my posts now, which is really, really sweet. Um, but for a long time, it wasn't coming from like a judgmental place. It was actually coming from a very scared place. Like I, cause he had something that happened to him and like, you know, we're lucky to have him basically, but mm-hmm. he, he got really scared that, you know, he wasn't going to be here anymore and that I would be at the time I was, I was single and stuff. And he was like really scared that I would be on my own. Um, that I would be like trying to do this entrepreneur thing, you know, what what he saw uh, as a risky venture and that being an attorney at like a law firm or a company would be a more sure career path. So it really wasn't coming from a place of like, oh, you're doing that. It was coming from a place of like, I just want the best for you. And what I did to reverse that was I just started being really excited about my work. And it changed everything. Like I said, he still has those moments where he's like, well, you know, you could always go back to law, but it's become far and few between because he sees how excited and how in love with the work that I'm doing. He sees all of that now. And so he's actually, you know, he asked me questions and um, he's since retired from his corporate job and he's doing some consulting work and he's brought me in to talk about TikTok to his consulting clients because it's just, it's a platform that even, um, he, you know, he's working with big like food brands and they need to be on TikTok too. Everyone needs to be on TikTok at this point. So it's, it's an interesting uh, thing that happens if you can be really, really excited for something. It's hard for the people that love you most in your life to not share in that excitement, at least at some level. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I read a really great book called The Dream Giver. It starts with a um, allegory of a man named normal living in the land of ordinary (laughs) and eventually he um he steps out of his comfort zone he gets to the edge of his comfort zone and he deals with a border bully at the comfort zone and it was because when we step out of our comfort zone we disrupt everyone else's like yeah yeah your parents like oh you're doing more than I ever did and I definitely did that when I moved to New York and I left all of my family in Alabama they were like whoa (laughs) (laughs) bring it back you know I was like peace out um yeah yeah so I think that's wonderful advice and you just kind of got to hang in there and I'm so excited to talk to you more about 
TikTok specifically. Yeah, for sure. For an online business. Um, I have Horatio Printing. I'm excited to get deeper into TikTok and like start a TikTok for Horatio. I started one for my personal page, just Polly. And I started off making some silly ones because my nephew was on it. And then I was like, yeah. I should make some planner ones. And when I was launching print school back in June of last year, um, I put some TikToks about printing your thing. And I just had someone apply to join print school off a TikTok that I made a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so that's super exciting. And I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to figure out, because I'm like literally not doing anything with the platform. And it is something that I have I speak to in print school because I don't feel like um, Instagram is what it used to be when I was getting started. And if I was getting started, I would definitely push people to TikTok to get that organic growth. Yeah. So I would love to hear a little more about your thoughts and feelings on TikTok and what you would say to someone, you know, that has a brand or wants to have a brand. And yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I start, so I've started three TikTok accounts, then I have a personal account. So technically four. Wow. Um, But the, well, the first one sold with the company that I sold. So I don't have that one anymore. And then I have my personal one, um, like my personal brand one. And then I have my personal one where I, you know, watch funny videos and just kind of, you know, (laughs) silly things. Um, So, and then I have my, my, the fourth one that I started, it has been making around a hundred dollars a day since it got started two months ago, three, maybe three months ago at this point. Um, so this is something that I know that anybody can do if they just start a TikTok account. Now, did I have the tools and everything like that? You know, that's, that's why I have a TikTok course, right? Because I, I know how to do this. It's my, my third time doing this. It's, I've had countless viral videos. I like, I know what goes into making this happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was my success a little bit faster than probably most people? Yes. Like I'm already at 5,000 followers. Um, you know, posting like twice a week, like whatever. So anyway, uh, what happened here is, or, or what anybody really could apply uh, that I've learned from this is when TikTok looks, so the reason why TikTok is so powerful, especially as compared to Instagram is because it doesn't look at your account as who it should show the videos to. So for example, on Instagram, right, we, we see these influencers that have a million followers and all of a sudden they put a reel out and it has instantly like 13,000 plays, right? Because if you have a million followers, like, yes, you should have 13,000. That's actually pretty low. So mm-hmm. you should get that many plays on your reels pretty quickly. But the problem is when you have 700 followers on Instagram and only, you know, 1% of people see that, then, you know, you're, you're getting like whatever, 10 plays if you're lucky mm-hmm. or whatever. So the, the videos aren't getting out to enough people. When you really look at that compared to TikTok, TikTok doesn't prioritize who is going to see your video based on your followers. In fact, if you go and look at your analytics of your TikTok videos, um, and I'm not talking about like, you know, the ones that you made with your nephew or whatever, but like the, the business ones, what you're going to see is that I guarantee, like if you were to pull this up right now, you're going to see that 70% or more of the viewers were from what's called your for you page, FYP. And those are just strangers, right? Just strangers on the internet finding it because they're on the app and they're on their for you page. So basically when you log into TikTok, you get a feed. Um, when you first join TikTok, this feed is like just the most viral videos of the day. It doesn't know what kind of videos to show you. And what's so cool about TikTok, why, the reason why I have a personal account is because it actually learns how your account functions. So for example, with my personal 
um, I'll, I'll distinguish between like personal and like personal brand, but like my personal, personal account, I like to watch, um, you know, cooking videos and hair tutorials and funny meme videos and whatever. But so, so that's all that it shows me. It sees that I like those videos. And so it shows me similar videos. Um, it doesn't show me similar creators because it's all based on the video that it gets pushed out unlike Instagram. However, on my, so I have like the D-Commerce Academy account. That's the one that grew to 5,000. That one, I painstakingly, because this is hard for a lot of people, um, I, you know, just sucked up my ego and I watched all my competitors. You know, I just looked up digital product and I like looked at all the people that are selling <laughs> digital products and watched their videos. I just put it on silent. And, you know, so basically the algorithm learned that okay, this account likes watching videos about digital products. It probably has videos on a similar subject matter, which is true. Mm -hmm. So then I created videos that had to do, uh, you know, that talk directly to my, my ideal audience. You can do real style videos, which are like the B-roll with the text on screen. I find those sure. don't do as well on TikTok because yeah. when you're talking to a, um, when you're talking to an audience that wants to get to know you or your product, they actually want to see you and your product. Shocking, right? But <laughs> they, they want to see that. So basically when you are, um, when you're on TikTok and you're talking to the camera and you're showing your, your planner and you're flipping through the pages or, um, you know, you're maybe like side by side with like a client, like a clip from a podcast where they were talking how great your planners are or whatever, like people want to see that. So Essentially, what what you can do to start a TikTok account very quickly is to showcase this stuff. And you guys have a huge advantage with having a physical product, or even if it is a digital product, you can still show it as if it's a physical product using mock-ups or, mm -hmm. um, you know, printing it out and, sure. and, you know, flipping through it or whatever. So I think this is a really, really big advantage for people that are getting started or who haven't found much traction on other platforms, because if you create a video that talks about your product, that talks about why you created that product, um, you know, I'm talking about like a second video now, a mm -hmm. third video that talks about um, who this product is for, a fourth mm -hmm. video about why this product is so important, a fifth video mm -hmm. about uh, what changes you've seen in people's lives who have bought this, this planner, then right like right off the bat you have five videos where you can just talk face to camera using your phone on a free app on a thing that you already have and if you add captions which you should for accessibility right and you know mm -hmm. nursing moms who are watching at 2 a.m and can't listen because they're going to wake their baby up or whatever so um if you add those captions if you add like a short 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 text description which is like such a lifesaver for any of us out there just writing novels for our instagram captions it's like mm -hmm. so refreshing and you add hashtags that relate to the product, like SEO type hashtags, like think Etsy tags or, um, you know, like keyword stuffing in an Etsy title. Like that's the kind of hashtags that you're looking for. If you use those hashtags consistently, what you'll see is that, you know, the first, whatever, five, 10 videos you put up might not get any traction. Now with, with the grandparent um, product that I was talking about, she got traction on her like seventh video. So mm -hmm. it can happen earlier, but mm -hmm. it usually happens after like, you know, 10, 20 videos, you'll have one that kind of goes semi-viral, right? 5,000, 10,000 plays, something like that. And if you stay consistent, like all you do is talk about planners and you use the same hashtags and you make sure that you say the same phrases like planners for uh, stay-at-home moms or fitness mm -hmm. planner. Like if mm -hmm. you say those phrases consistently and you're watching, like the only kind of content you're watching on that account is like 
fitness, you know, if you're a fitness planner, um, fitness content or like something that your ideal customer would be watching too. So if that's all you're doing is like that whole account is like, like, just think of it like, like the account itself is a person who's like hyper obsessed with like whatever yeah. your planner topic is. Um, and you, like I said, you can have your own like personal private account where you watch like all the funny things on TikTok, but like that planner account is so hyper-focused, so hyper-obsessed with like your planner topic mm-hmm. and that demographic, um, using the same hashtags, everything you will like, it is impossible right now at the time we're recording this to not be successful on TikTok with that. If you post even a video a day, like, you don't, there's some people that are like, you need to post a lot of videos. The only reason you need to post a lot of videos at first is to get the practice that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So anyway, (laughs) it's such a huge opportunity. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because what I've been able to do in TikTok is as far as like building an audience and generating leads is, you know, in just a year with my personal brand account or like three months with my e-commerce Academy account, like that took me almost seven years to build on Instagram and with paid ads and YouTube and all these other platforms combined. So TikTok is just like literally a gold mine for anybody who's willing to jump into it right now. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I have been sleeping on TikTok. I am so excited to get started. Most people are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, like I said, in the last two you know, 30 days, I've had two leads come in through TikTok, yeah. you know, and I yeah, have yeah. not touched it since last June. Yeah. So I'm like, this is obviously something I need to revisit. You must have had I'm some excited. good SEO, like keywords or something in those videos. I, I did my best. I tried. Nice. Um, yeah. But I like, you know, with the paper product doing um, like my morning routine and how I incorporate my products into mm-hmm. the routine and like that kind of stuff as well and how to use it how to set up your week. Like let's plan with me. That's really popular on YouTube too. Like do a plan with me, setting up your planner. Yeah. It's one of our Bible studies. Um, and then the funny ones, like whatever's trending and like utilizing yeah. the, the audio with something funny. Um, so I'm curious, like while I have you here, I want to pick your brain. I have a YouTube TikTok account. Like let's say someone here is listening and they've got a TikTok account. So I'm asking for a friend. Would you recommend I use that and like pivot it to be a hyper-focused planner account or should I just create a new Horatio account? Because right now it's pretty much hyper-focused on videos of cooking and uh, like Harry Styles mostly is on yeah. my page. So like <laughs> it's it's not all planner stuff. I definitely at the beginning watched a lot of creators with yeah. plans to, like, can you, can you, pivot the account or would you recommend a fresh one it I don't think it really matters especially if you haven't posted in at least a week which is most people right so if you're starting from scratch so okay whatever you just start the new account and you're hyper focused on the the one topic for someone who has an account that um is like for example take my personal brand I I literally built an audience that was interested in digital products and for a lot of different reasons I shifted and split that off into its own account and what happened when I shifted from talking about digital products with an audience of like around, I don't know, I had like 32,000 at that point to talking more about advanced business concepts and content and TikTok was I, um, I, I think I've lost like maybe, a, you know, a handful of 200 followers or something, but it took like, again, like the 10 to 20 videos 
to reclassify the new content that was coming out because TikTok had like put me in this corner of like digital products, digital products, digital mm-hmm. products. So I just pivoted away from that and I kept the audience that I had. If if you like the content that you have about the planners or you like your handle or whatever, I don't think there's any reason that you need to start a new account. Some people will say it gets better engagement and you know, you get like a new mm-hmm. account boost, whatever. I've, I have not seen that. Like I, mm-hmm. I did not see that with e-commerce Academy. I didn't see that with the contract shop. Um, even with my account, you know, I, I think I probably had 50 videos on my personal brand account before one of them went viral. So anyway, what I would do is if, if it were me, I would just archive the video. I, I never delete videos because it deletes the likes and saves and all that kind of stuff. So we don't want to get rid of that engagement and, you know, kind of that social proof on your profile when people go there. But I would just archive the videos that are no longer relevant to what you're discussing on that page anymore. Um, even, you know, for my personal brand, I just left all those videos up. I mean, there's hundreds. So it would it would take a lot of time and effort to delete mm-hmm. them um, or archive them. Don't delete them. But yeah, I just, I think it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think people overthink that way, way, yeah. way too much. Yeah, and- like, should I change it from being polypane to Horatio printing? And isn't there a certain threshold you have to get to to have a link in bio? A thousand followers, or you can choose to be a business account and you can have it from the beginning. However, I will say that the difference between a personal and a business account, it's not like Facebook where it limits your reach, but it's a different algorithm. So they are judging you based on different standards. So what I saw with e-commerce, because I've switched from personal to business to run TikTok ads, um, and then back to personal and then back to business and just like organically, just kind of like testing all this stuff out. Right. Love it. <laughs> e-commerce Academy is kind of my testing ground so that I can actually know what I'm talking about when I have a TikTok course. Uh, you know, it's not just like, oh, look at me on my personal brand. I'm just dancing yeah. around and so popular. Um, I'm actually testing a lot of concepts and things that I'm I'm trying out for, for you guys. But the thing that I noticed was that it has a totally different algorithm for the business accounts than the personal account. So it was almost like starting fresh when I switched mm-hmm. to a business account and it had to like reclassify who it was showing it to because it didn't automatically know that I was talking to, I, I talked to a B2B audience obviously, but it didn't know that I was talking to like a more of a, a business audience and a consumer audience. So it had to go out and find the people that would watch my posts again Um but yeah, so the only reason I, I did that was, you know, to test it and then also to tr- just try some ad ideas I had um, and see how ads did. Ads, honestly, were so cheap. Um, mm. So if you do have like a low ticket front end offer, I would highly recommend ads. It's just, it's not where I'm focused right now. But like if I had, you know, an extra three hours in the day and team member, I would for sure be running ads on TikTok right now. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm so excited because I have my seat. I've got my seat registered for TikTok unlocked. I cannot wait to dive into this course. Um, you obviously have just such a wealth of knowledge. And what's super exciting for those of you listening, um, Christina has actually put together a bonus lesson inside of Print School, giving our students a deeper look into how to leverage TikTok for a printed product. And if you're listening right now and you're like, Ooh, TikTok unlocked, I'm interested. I want to learn more. I actually have a coupon for you, a code for you to get. Um, I believe it is 50% off. off. Yeah. Yeah. 50%, five, zero, five, zero percent off. So Uh, we're going to take your, your print school. (laughs) We're going to, um, take a quick break right now. And I'm going to share all the details with you. 
Okay, you heard that right. 50% off TikTok Unlocked. What? This is absolutely amazing, and I'm going to give you the code right now. The code is, you ready? Grab a pin. Poly TikTok. Poly TikTok. And I actually have the link for you down below, or you can just pop out your browser and go to HoratioPrinting.com slash TikTok. And that will take you directly to the page with the coupon code already added. So there you go. And thank you so much to Christina for this coupon code. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. So super excited about that. You can um, go to the link I just mentioned. And uh, I'm so grateful that you have agreed to, you know, pour into our print school students. I'm so excited about the possibility because when I was getting started, I had Instagram and Instagram was a different beast in 2014 than it is uh, today. And so For I'm so sure about the, um, the possibility of really reaching organic, you know, potential customers, building that organic audience pool without having to spend an incredible amount of money on ads and also having to learn how to run ads. That's its yeah. own thing. Or, or time. I yeah. will think, I, I think your audience is going to be really pleasantly surprised by how much easier the TikTok editor is to use than the Reels editor. Like if you've ever used the Reels editor and you've wanted to um, say really bad words, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The TikTok editor is so much more tactile and makes so much more sense. And it's just, it's so much more intuitive and easy and it doesn't glitch. And it's just like, uh, it's an amazing thing. So it's, it takes me and the time that it takes me to write half an Instagram caption, that is how, how long it takes me to film a face to camera like two or three minute video, edit it, add captions, add a title, add a cover, um, add the the like caption below the video and the hashtags. So it it's so much faster. And what you're saying is so true. Like 2014 Instagram, it's so funny. A lot of people that are selling Instagram courses, this is like a little tip. Um, a lot of people that are selling Instagram courses built their followings before 2017, which like that was like pre-stories. That was like pre, uh, you know, engagement algorithm it was like chronological algorithm basically the stone age of instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> you when you I posted remember. it at that time everyone saw it at that time yeah exactly and so i remember like eight o'clock at night everybody would be <laughs> but a lot of these big big creators right like they have three hundred thousand plus followers or a million followers and they're selling you an instagram course you have to be careful of when they build their following because i'm sure that what they're telling you works amazing but it's also harder now. So if you want an easier way and you're willing to get on video or at least have your hands in a video with an overhead shot of you playing with your planner, I think it's going to be a really, really good time and a great sales tool for you when you're on TikTok. That's awesome. Okay. I do want to tell everybody where to go to find you, but I have one last teeny question. Yeah. Um, How do you combat the TikTok rabbit holes for yourself? of like the time suck. I don't. Okay. You just let yourself go down the rabbit holes. Yeah. I've, I, so it doesn't really happen on the business stuff, like mm-hmm. on my business accounts, because I have a certain amount of time, right? Like in between client calls or whatever, but for sure when my husband's in the military. And so like when he's out of town or on an assignment, like whatever he's doing, and it's just me in the house by myself and the dogs, uh, my phone has died more than once watching TikTok videos on my like personal private page. <laughs> uh, 
uh i i tell myself that it's for work but really it's it's just having fun yeah well technically for you it is it is work so um, yeah <laughs> tell everybody where they can connect with you where your your handles are yeah, for sure. I am at Christina Scalera everywhere. And if you, uh, you know, dot com on Instagram, on TikTok, and if you just kind of halfway spell it, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I am a terrible speller. So that's great. Uh, well, thank yeah. you so much for jumping on the show. Um, I really appreciate you and for also for what you've poured into print school. Uh, and my students are going to be so blessed by that. And so just super grateful for you and to learn from you. You've um, shared so much today so generously. And so just super grateful for you. Thank you, Polly. It's been great being here. Thanks for thinking of me. Thanks for listening to the Dream Printing Podcast. I hope you learned something today and I would love to partner with you to make your print dreams come true. Take the next step by watching my free on-demand workshop at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash workshop. That link is down in the show notes or you can go ahead and jump to step two, which is go ahead and apply for print school where you're gonna get all my systems, the dream printing method, my contacts, my printer, all the shortcuts and templates. You can apply at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school. Yay! If this show has blessed you in any way, please consider taking five seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. I read each and every one and it blesses me. If you have a question, feel free to just DM me. Pop over to Instagram, DM my personal account, Polly underscore pain. I'd be happy to chat with you and just see what questions you have and connect. I cannot wait to see what you create and bring into the world. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved.